Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul said, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. On the contrary, first to those in Damascus and in Jerusalem throughout the whole country of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, I preach the need to repent and turn to God, and to do works giving evidence of repentance. That is why the Jews seized me when I was in the temple and tried to kill me. But I have enjoyed God's help to this very day, and so I stand here testifying to small and great alike saying nothing different from what the prophets and Moses foretold, that the Messiah must suffer, and that as the first to rise from the dead, he would proclaim light both to our people and to the Gentiles. The word of the Lord. Go out to all the world and tell the good news. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Glorify him, all you peoples. For steadfast is his kindness toward us, and the fidelity of the Lord endures forever. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hired man who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works for pay and has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know mine and mine know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice. And there will be one flock, one shepherd. The Gospel of the Lord. Tomorrow, June 6th, is remembered in our country as D-Day. On June 6th, 1944, Allied forces under the command of Kansas native General Dwight Eisenhower took off from England. Speeding across the choppy and windy English Channel, they landed on the beaches of Normandy in France. It was and still is the largest seaborne military operation ever. Operation Overlord was the code name for this World War II battle, one of the most important in history. The Allies took the beaches, and two months later, they were in Paris. The following May, Nazi Germany surrendered. Afterwards, Eisenhower said the special boats they used to cross the English Channel, designed to make amphibious landings, were the key to ultimate victory in World War II. Today we honor an English saint that invaded Germany, the bishop and martyr St. Boniface. In the early 8th century, he brought the Christian faith and Roman Christian civilization to the barbarians in Germany. Boniface is often pictured with an axe in his hand. You see, the native pagans worshipped trees, sacred oak trees and the like. To their utter horror, Boniface took an axe to those trees. When the pagans saw that no evil occurred, they converted. Boniface then became known as the Apostle of Germany. He was very successful in his mission before and after he was martyred. But 
He admitted he did not succeed on his own. He explained that without the protection of Charles Martel, Boniface could not, quote, administer his church, defend his clergy, or prevent idolatry. Who was Charles Martel? He was a secular leader who in 732 AD, against the odds, defeated the invading Muslims at the Battle of Tours in France. Some scholars regard Tours as the most important battle in Western history. Without that victory, arguably, there would have been no Western civilization. Charles the Hammer, as he became known, was a precursor of the Holy Roman Emperors who lasted in succession over eight centuries until 1806 when the Holy Roman Empire was dissolved. Tomorrow, we honor another saint with ties to Germany, St. Norbert. He was born in Germany in the 11th century to a noble family and lived a worldly, pleasure-filled life. When he became a priest, people called him a hypocrite because they were aware of his past life. But he became truly holy and devout, so much so that the Pope appointed him an archbishop. His attempts to reform the very lax practices in his diocese nearly got him assassinated, but he prevailed in bringing discipline and holiness to his diocese. The Holy Roman Emperor at the time admired Norbert for his courage and therefore cooperated with him. You see, that was the idea. Though the Holy Roman Empire was not all that holy, nor Roman, its secular leaders were supposed to assist religious leaders in defending the one true faith. This enabled Western civilization to flourish. Europe is the faith, and the faith is Europe, noted a famous English writer. Europe has now lost the faith. She has gone back to worshiping idols like sex and the environment, trees and such. In March of 2014, it was discovered that a network of hospitals in England were burning thousands of miscarried and aborted baby bodies for fuel. Why burn precious trees when you can burn dead babies? Those who ran the ovens at Auschwitz during World War II would have been proud of this diabolical efficiency. People, of course, will burn in hell for that efficiency. St. Boniface wrote about a special boat that is the key to our ultimate victory. In her voyage across the ocean of this world, the church is like a great ship being pounded by the waves of life's different stresses. Our duty is not to abandon ship, but to keep her on her course. Let us stand fast in what is right and prepare our souls for trial. Let us continue the fight on the day of the Lord. Let us be neither dogs that do not bark, nor silent onlookers, nor paid servants who run away before the wolf. 